Thank you guys so much for listening to Honey and Hustle. We are a visual podcast that features conversations with small business owners, creative entrepreneurs, and those in the nonprofit community. We're so glad that we started sharing our podcast here on Anchor FM. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and it will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on all the major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you're listening to this right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. My name is Angela, and on this episode of Honey and Hustle, I'm here with Charles Santos. He is the owner of the Builder Bee Project, and he's a broker with Keller Williams Preferred Realty here in the Triangle. Um, I can't wait for you guys to learn more about him and what he does, and all the amazing things he has planned on both the construction and the selling side of real estate. So, Charles, how are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> Socially distant. Yeah, I know, right? yeah, so, um, can you tell us a little bit more about um, how you? Uh, started your career on both sides of real estate, both with construction and with being a broker here in the Triangle? Uh, sure. So I started back in 2014. So I first got my license 2014, I would say around September. Um, and then I had purchased like, uh, I would, I want to say like three weeks before I had purchased my first investment property. So um, I renovated that, that property and then I was lucky, I was fortunate enough to actually pass my test just in time to be able to list my own uh, first flip. Um, and basically that was in Garner um, and, you know, took three weeks to renovate. Uh, it wasn't like a full gut reno like I'm doing right now. It was just like cosmetic stuff, paint, um, maybe changing some cabinets, fixing a few things here and there, some minor plumbing things. And I was able to sell the property in two days on market. Okay. <laughs> um, that was an eye opener for me, um, and then that that actually just launched me because it just, um, you know, you know. Let me back up a little. And prior to that, what made me go into real estate was um, I was working for Time Warner Cable at the time, and I was there. I was working for with them since New York City. They relocated me to uh, North Carolina, and um, a year and a half into it. Never had any issues with, with the company. Never had uh, any write-ups for tardiness and anything like that. They let me go. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, I, dis- I, I had a decision to make whether I'm gonna allow somebody to dictate how much money I can make, when I can make it, or if I'm gonna pursue something for myself where I'm in, I'm in control, whether I fail, I'm in control of that. Whether I succeed, I'm in control of that. So, um, you know, I had support from my family and then they basically, well, they didn't, but I basically uh, took the initiative to pursue a career in real estate. So I I went for another job interview um, and I had two job offerings. One was um, basically a full-time job. Um, They paid, you know, good good amount of money, uh, but it was a full-time job. So it would pause my my passion for, for, to want to wanna pursue real estate. Mm-hmm. So um, I opted to go with AT&T, work with them as a part-time. I explained, hey, I, I wanna go ahead and work part-time uh, with you guys because I wanna pursue a career in real estate. 
I did that for maybe like six, eight months. Um, you know, and then I bought the house, got my license. And then once I flipped the first deal, saw, okay, you know, I made, you know, I made about maybe like $14,000 at the time. It's even now it's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of money for your first deal. So that was a uh, eye opener. And, um, you know, that's, that's basically what launched me. Yeah, that's awesome. So sometimes we just need like a little push. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to yes. Get it going. I had to get fired. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so like in times right now where a lot of people are experiencing financial insecurity, mm -hmm. they're being let go, they're being furloughed, and maybe they've had these dreams of wanting to, you know, yeah, dictate, you know, how much income they make, do something they're passionate about, get paid for it, and live the dream again Correct. you know yeah, yeah. a small business owner it's not all like sunshine and rainbows because there yeah. are going to be days when you're like mm, this isn't <laughs> this isn't going so well yeah 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 so like when you went into construction and you're like okay i'm gonna have to put in money to get money out of it i'm gonna have to put in time to get something out of it what were things that helped you throughout that process um i think i'm very hard-headed uh, I think that has to deal with it um, because there's, you know, the first deal I was a little bit involved, but as I kept getting more deals, I got more involved and I got more ambitious to want to do more aggressive projects. And what I mean by that is basically doing more projects where there's more construction involved. It's not just cosmetic stuff. I was just curious about the construction side and, and basically the next Prop, the next project that I got was in Raleigh, and uh, that particular property was it was in really bad shape. I mean, there was um, basically the overgrown in the whole backyard. The the deck you could have just pushed in, it would have fell over. The siding you could have seen from the inside, you could see outside, but it wasn't through a window. It was through the siding of the home. So, um, but I was I was very um, optimistic because I saw an open I saw a blank canvas. So a lot of, and, and I consider myself an artist and you know, walls, the painting, the, the light fixtures, those are, those are my, my canvases. Those are like my paint strokes that I use to um, communicate, um, you know, or invoke an emotion when somebody walks into a space. Uh, that's what I aim to do. So the hurdles that I went with that was basically, at, at the time I, I didn't have a construction company, so I did have, um, um, you know, somebody that was doing the work, GC doing the work. Um, what I did was, even though I was paying them, I would work for them for free. So I could learn more um, about the process and just educate myself more. So, you know, I'm, you know, slinging away the hammer. Um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't as good as I'm, I am now. I'm not perfect, but I'm, you know, working every day. Um, but, um, you know, the hurdles, in order to, to overcome the hurdles, you just have to have the mindset that um, I, I'm going to make this uh, happen. Like, I'm going to do anything and everything possible uh, to make sure that this is successful. Um, and not think not thinking that any role is beneath you. Uh, not thinking that um, just because somebody does construction that their, you know, that their moral construct is less than yours or anything like that that we're all in this together. We're all, you know, trying to, you know, better our families, better ourselves, and we're on a journey, yeah. you know, and, and that's just it. Yeah. 
Then I feel like I identify with like parts of your story because I started off as a photographer only. Okay. And then I did some video stuff here and there, but it wasn't like, you know, full gut job if you say right. like I wasn't yeah, started yeah. from scratch. And this year I was like, okay, I'm gonna dedicate myself to learning more about videography, filmmaking. Okay. and how to be good at that so like i'm not perfect and, yeah but i'm a lot better than when i started because exactly. i committed to it and mm -hmm. i'm constantly working to get better and learn more and put myself in a position to learn sure. which is you know really a painstaking process for people like once you get going because again you did that for free they weren't paying you so mm -hmm. you had to learn out of your own time and your own time essentially Correct. to make that happen Correct. and that that's a process yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Process. But it's a big part of your growth, mm -hmm. and it can be a big part of growth for other people who are looking to do the same thing. Like maybe they do one part of their process for their business, but hey, why can't I do both ends? Correct. Why can't I add more to my skill set? I think that investing in yourself, investing in your skill set, investing in learning more about how you can grow is something that is really beneficial for everybody, mm -hmm. whatever part of the career that they're at, because you're gonna have to continually invest in yourself if you want your business to grow. Correct. And if you want to grow in any career field that you choose. Mm -hmm. um, so now you're at a point where you are doing a lot of your own construction as well as selling your own properties. Correct. And recently how I actually found out about you and really got in touch with your story and how you run your business is there was a property that you wanted to buy correct and there was a woman living in the property yes. um and she was going to be displaced if you had brought this property blindly right correct. so you stepped in and made sure that she was taken care of mm -hmm. can you tell me more about that yeah absolutely so it's a property that I purchased in downtown durham um it was uh probably like a little bit over a year ago or almost a year ago so i bought the pro i was in the process of buying the property um and you know, I was going to do a, a home inspection um, because I, I wasn't aware that that the my understanding was that the tenants were going to, you know, that they were willing to to um, find another place uh, to stay. And then, you know, when I do my went to do my inspection, I actually got to a chance to speak with Beverly. You know, she basically broke down, you know, you know, crimes like, oh, please don't take my house away from me. That that touched me. Um, I just, you know, reassured her, hey, no, that's not what I'm doing here. I didn't even know that this was happening. Mm -hmm. Had I known, I would have stepped in from day one, like, no, we're not going to go about it this way. We're going to go about it some, like, a different way. Like, she's going to become my tenant. The same thing that I did with her. So I I stepped in. The It, it appeared that the, the landlord at the time was subleasing to somebody else, and that person was the the person that was... Uh, wasn't the, the nicest person. Let's just put it to you that way. Yeah. Um, so I basically stepped in and I told the, the actual landlord, that, you know, she no longer is going to be your tenant. She could stay and, you know, I'll go ahead and handle the situation. Um, you know, and, and I was uh, fortunate enough to be in a position to be able to do that um, because I've, I've, I've heard a lot of stories from people that would be in that situation and wouldn't do something like that. So I'm grateful for that. Um, now, what I was able to do for her was, you know, I let her stay for maybe like two or three months rent free, then look, helped her look for a new, a new place for her to stay, uh, pay for her, uh, you know, security deposit, a couple of months of rent up front, um, and then helped her and me and my crew helped her, uh, you, know, you know, get her stuff settled in her new place. Mm -hmm. And I recently checked up on her. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when you saw the video. Yeah. 
um, you know, I wanted to just see where she was at with things, how she was, you know, adjusting, because it wasn't that far. It was like probably like five minutes away from where she was. But nonetheless, I just wanted to check up on her and see how she was doing. Yeah, yeah that's like really special. I feel like we as business owners forget just how much we can impact the people that we work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to take the time to think about that, you know, because yes, money is important, mm-hmm. income is important, but how you get it is just as important. That's correct. Yeah. So how you make your money definitely defines you. Um, you know, man makes money. Money doesn't make man. Um, and uh, like I said, we're, we're, we're on a journey. I don't consider myself better than anybody else. I want to be in a position where I can help out as many. I want to, I want to be able to do more so I could give more, uh, and that's just my mantra mm-hmm. uh, in life. Yeah, and I think that's awesome. Just to have a mindset of how can I give. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the givers get mentality is something that I feel like is growing in popularity mm-hmm. among business owners, especially when we have such a strong business owner community mm-hmm. here in the Triangle. So. Correct. Yeah, I'm glad that, you know, we have so many people coming at it from different industries, different perspectives on what that looks like for you as a business owner. Yeah. So if you were talking to someone who was looking to start their own business um, and thinking like, man, or they've started it and they've gotten to a point where, okay, I'm making money, Mm -hmm. but I also want to be able to give in some way, shape or form, what would your suggestions for them be for how they can get started? making giving practice in their business? I mean, it, it all depends on what space you're occupying. I think, um, you know, for me, I could uh, look at situations like what I just explained and then step in. Um, also look at uh, basically, you know, your, your community, just keeping your, your ears to the community. Um, seeing what, seeing where the money that you're gonna, that, that you're gonna spend for whatever it is just seeing, just investing it back in the community so you could uh, basically make an impact. Um, and you don't have to do it like a charity, you know, people say donate to money to a charity, but more than likely you're not gonna see where that, that money's gonna go. Um, but I mean, in advice is just look for opportunities where you're gonna impact somebody's life in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when you look back at your life, like how many, people that you help how many people that you make smile like and that's what I, I want to be remembered by right like I want to be when you know when it's all said and done it's like it's not how many houses Charles built how many how luxurious the houses built uh, Charles built is um, how many people that he impact how many people show up to pay their respect not because not because I have so much it's just because I gave so much that's awesome. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with me and thank you for sharing that with everybody watching. Yeah. Really appreciate you coming out here today, being socially distant. Uh, no, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate it. No worries. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, like this video if you guys liked it. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And we'll see you guys in the next video. Peace.